Hello you lovely lot and welcome back to a another episode of the Simon Says Podcast. So this is my trip report from Disneyland Paris from last week. Yes, I know I said I'll get my uh, Orlando one out, but a little bit I forgot about. So again, sorry I'm not finished that one off to the few people that I said I was gonna get it done, but I'm getting this Disneyland Paris one now recorded now so get it out to you so well it's still fresh in my mind because it's going to Tuesday evening uh, I've been back since Friday so back at work today I thought let's get this podcast recorded for you guys so it's still fresh in my mind and I'm not uh, waiting like six months before I put a podcast out something that I went to six months before so (laughs) I'm waffling again but first of all I'm gonna open up a can because it's been a long day at work and this potentially could be a long podcast so I may have to split this one up but we'll see how we do so cheers guys right let's start off so yeah went to myself and Julie went to Disneyland Paris on Sunday to Friday. Uh, I'll start off where we were, what we were doing. So we flew, which that is a story for itself. So what, yeah, go on, I'll, I'll get into it. We flew on the 9th of February when Storm Cara, Cara, whatever you want to call it, was hitting England and we had an afternoon, well, a dinner time flight. Our flight was due at 11.50, uh, just before midday. And we got to the airport around about half past eight, quarter to nine in the morning. Checked in, no problem. Uh, put our bags through, no problem. Went into the uh, airport lounge, uh, not the airport lounge, into the uh, food security, no problems. Then we've got our gate number, which was gate number 53. Everything running smoothly, we knew Storm Cara was on its way. And then we got to the gate. And that's when the problem started. <coughs> Excuse me. Firstly, we sat down, had a spread. Well, I needed something to eat because I didn't have any breakfast. And I was, we were running around, not running around like lunatics, but. We um, did quite quickly had a park at the airport, uh, Terminal 3, multi-storey car park, got a decent deal on that, with the premium parking as well, so um, we were right near departures. <coughs> but yeah, we were sat at the gate and the plane arrived around about 5 to 11, um, ready to board or 20 past, uh, just after 20 past 11. And the pilot and the crew came off the flight that had just arrived and walked off. That was my first alarm bell off in my head. I'm like, why is a pilot and the crew disappearing down the terminal? Well, it will come to it'll come to head at the end. We get through this quick. I'll try and get through this a bit more quickly. So then we 
uh, a bit of wind hit, flights were still taking off. Um, they had to pause to stop to allow the 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 crew couldn't get the doors open on the plane under the plane to get the baggage out because of the high winds. So they had to wait for that, which fine, that's not a problem. So comes across at eleven o'clock. At half past eleven, we're due to board. Uh, they said, oh, it's going to be a slight delay. Right, fine, okay. We'll update you at 12 o'clock. So by 12 o'clock, we didn't get an update. It was quarter past 12 when we finally got an update. And that's when they said, we will update you again at half past 12. <laughs> you can see where this is going. We, I went to the toilet while we were there, and I looked at the plane, and I saw bags being loaded onto the plane. So I thought, oh, great loading the plane the reason why i know it was ours because i've actually recorded it and it's i can see julie's plane going on the conveyor belt onto the plane yes happy days we're going no that didn't happen uh after about of messing about and a lady arguing with the ground crew and threatening to get security because it was all kicking off at around about half past one they came across and said the flight was cancelled due to high winds in Paris. Yeah, that if you're you probably wondering, yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing. There were planes taking off in the UK. If we had taken off at the time we were supposed to take off at twenty at ten to twelve, we would have been fine. We would have not been hit by storm car car. We would have been able to take off, and. We did have a few people who had contacts in Paris at the time, waiting to waiting to pick them up, and they said there was no wind, the sun was shining, and there was no problems. So they cancelled the flight. It was with Fly B, so they said well, they'll escort us through. Oh, what's it called? Immigration. They said that, but they didn't. They just put us through as if we were coming back off our holiday. So we had to, everyone had to queue up to get checked at passport control. Then we had to go and collect our bags, if you checked any bags in, and then make your way to the Flybee checking desk to be to have your flight rearranged or rebooked, whatever they want you to do. As you can imagine, the every flight on Flybee was cancelled that afternoon, so there was thousands upon thousands of people trying to get to a checking desk that had two people. Yes, two people trying to sort out thousands of people's uh, rearranged flights. So we just got in the queue, they came around with bottles of water and did the best to try and say, if you can book a flight on um, separately, they'll reimburse you for any inconvenience. So if you if you do book another flight, they'll, they will give you a refund, but it might take a few weeks, whatever. They were trying to force you to get out of the queue to be honest so we we said no we're going to sit we're going to stand in this queue we're going to get everything sorted this it's round about half past three four o'clock in the afternoon like this now so while we were just still in the queue people were leaving people were getting annoyed cancelling the flat getting uh, vouchers and stuff so yeah right to be honest, i don't I, I don't know this was my first ever fl cancel flight so I've never been through this procedure before, but uh, after about 
like I said, about an hour and a half it took to get through this queue. Um, there was about three or four um, parties in front of me. And I overheard the check-in lady booking them on flights for Tuesday. Bearing in mind that this is Saturday, uh, Friday, uh, Sunday afternoon. They were checking people in for flights on Tuesday. That would mean I would lose two days of my holiday. And having to fly back on Friday, which would have been absolutely pointless. So while I was in the queue, I had a quick look online. Managed to find myself a flight to, with her friends, who I originally booked with. But obviously they were sending the flight over to fly B because it was a whatever uh, but I managed to book the flight uh, for £530 one way for two of us yeah you can lift your drawers up off the floor but when I got to the, the desk for us to check in uh, for to say look I've booked a flight they said right here's a, here's a leaflet contact fly B within seven days you'll be entitled to a, a refund for your flight that you've missed and compensation for the the cancellation thought right fine the cancellation money because it looks like it's about 250 euro for a european flight thought yep yeah, we'll get 250 euro that'll cover for the cost of the flight no we didn't get a refund uh the, the compensation because when i actually rang up on friday while i was still in paris because i noticed it said seven days and they don't open at weekends the flight was put down for as for cancellation due to bad weather, and due to bad weather, you're not entitled to any European compensation for any cancelled or delayed flight. Never told us this while we was checking in, so as you can imagine, I was a little bit annoyed. But what we did, we got a flight with Air France that evening. We managed to arrive in Paris at around about five past eleven at night. So. With that, all the TGVs had stopped, all the trains had stopped. There was a, a taxi rank outside, which we walked over to, and they were charging 90 euro to get to our hotel we were staying at, which I'll explain where we were staying at in a minute. But I thought, no, I'm going to get Uber. Um, after a couple of messing about finding out where you had to pick, get an Uber to pick you up, um, it was originally 45 euro. We were staying at the High Park in, oh, what's it called? High Park, I'm gonna butcher this, sorry. Uh, Aguario Cereris, just outside of uh, Val de Europe. Uh, it's a 15 minute walk to Disney, and they also do a free shuttle bus, but I'll come into that in a minute. But yeah, we um, I managed to get an Uber, which originally said 45 euro, but because of demand, it went up to 66. It was half past 11 at night, I wasn't asked. I said, right, just get us to the hotel. So uh, the gentleman, Pierre, was it Pierre or Paul? Paul, sorry, Paul. Uh, Paul uh, arrived in his big five or Peugeot 508, threw the bags in the back, didn't speak a word of English, which I thought, right, okay, but 35 minutes, done. We got in the Uber and we got to our hotel at five past 12. But during all that, I actually managed to ring up the hotel to let them know that we were going to be late. Is it okay we're checking in at midnight? I said, yeah, that's fine. So with that, that was our travel day. And oh, surprised I haven't been going for much longer with that. So with the travel day being done, I will just give you a re an update on the situation with the flight. 
I've contacted Air France, who I booked my flight with. They are refunding me £125 for the flight that was cancelled, which is happy days. And I've just, within the last hour and a half, I have just received an email from Fly B. I'm going to compensate me £398 towards the flight that was cancelled. That I had, that, that, sorry, not compensation. Reimbursed me £398 for my second secondary flight that I paid for myself and that will be in my bank within the next 14 days so I've got my money back from my flight so we got there in the end I've now got me I will be getting my money back so what thank you for uh, friends thank you for fly B uh, I can't really say much more about I think the, the, the customer service at the desk in fly B was terrible but the customer service on the phone and through emails through their customer system that they've got is pretty good they've got back to me pretty quickly it did take me a while to get through on the phone because obviously because you had thousands of uh, thousands of people cancelling flight the flights cancelled on sunday and i believe they had some cancelled on monday as well so yeah with that um i've got all my money back and i'm not out of pocket so that's the travel day out the way because originally we were going to go to the park on the Friday afternoon because we were supposed to be arriving at half past two in the afternoon but we didn't so we'll go on to the hotel the hotel was really it was nice it was a bit tired in places um, I paid 312 euro for five nights it has it had a microwave a smeg cooker hob terrible terrible idea because of electric conduction things and you can't switch them on unless you put your finger in the right place and but uh yeah it also it had a sink little like mini kitchenette full shower bath uh toilet tv and a big large double bed and the balcony and yeah it's pretty nice it wasn't like five star or anything like that it was just like a little two star place it was um it's just if you know Disneyland Paris, if you go to the main roundabout, if you were the main road that takes you in towards where you can see the Disneyland Hotel, there's a big roundabout at the bottom of that road. If you just come towards, if you're coming from Disneyland Paris and turning right straight away at the first turning, it's just like just next to the, um, it's just near the police station, the back, the big uh, national police station for that area. So. Quite safe, quite nice, all lit up, nice, nice little um, apartment. We in our part in the little room that we had, we had a, a view of. We could just see the top of Newport, uh, Newport Bay Club, the hotel on Disney, with the big white one. So that was um, a nice little view. Overlooking the pool, but obviously it's middle of February, no one was in the pool, and it looked like because of the winds that they had during the day. Excuse me, my mouth's a bit wet. My mouth's a bit dry. Um, it, um, I forgot what I'm trying to do. What was it? The pool, yeah. Uh, the pool looked a bit damaged from the from the storm. So we um, went to the passport. Is it, I, I, I kept saying it's an annual pass. It does say the pass annual or something on the adverts. But for some reason, the federal calling them passports. 
passport. Yeah, went to the passport place uh, to sort out an annual pass for myself and Julie. We both agreed to get the Magic Plus because that gets us in 350 days of the year. Uh, I put the down payment of 120 euro down to 60 euro each, and I'm paying the 22.99, or it's going to be 43 euro, 43 euro 70 something. Uh, a month coming out of our bank for the next 11 months so I've now got an annual pass for Disneyland Paris so I will should be going back sometime in the future but with that we got our passes because we had to go to the studio side because if you obviously if you know Disneyland Paris you've got the uh, Disneyland Park and you've also got Walt Disney Studio Park and the Walt Disney Studio Park is where you got we could get our annual passes outside of the theme parks rather than being actually in the theme parks and upgrading your ticket that way. So yeah, we got our annual passes. Uh, then we decided let's go into the back to Disneyland Park and see the castle because that's what that's what you're there for, aren't you? You're there to see Disney, so you go to Disney for a castle. So we went into Disneyland. Walking down Main Street, it looked a bit busy for a Monday morning, uh, which did, don't know why it looked a bit busy, but it did. So with that, uh, I've got a couple of receipts because that's not the one. There we go. Uh, yeah, we had a wander around Main Street, did a few little bits and bats, and uh, went on Phantom Manor. Because we've never been on Phantom Manor before, because that was that's been closed every time. The last time we went in two thousand and eight, teen, not eight. So we went on Phantom Manor, and um, started to get a bit peckish. So uh, we went to one of the how uh, places on Main Street, and I got a cheese and ham toasty. Julie got. I can't remember what she got there. Oh, salad, chicken salad. She got a Minute Maid lemonade because we love that drink in America. And obviously, now when we saw it in Paris, so Julie got it again. And I got myself a beer, uh, which, yeah, five, 5.89 for a uh, Kronenberg 1664 little 30, 30, 33 centiliter can, which wasn't brilliant price, but. That's what you do. That's what happens on it. You you pay them for good. You in uh, you in Disney, so yeah. We went to have something to eat. Then we did a few other things. We went and had a wander around Fantasyland, and did a few other things. While we were at the park, uh, got on a couple of couple more rides. I think we went on teacups. Yep, yeah. but what it was the cat. We wanted to go and see Melissa. Uh, is it Merlin's Dragon? I think it's Merlin's Dragon underneath the castle. Uh, but the whole castle was uh, roped off, uh, I think, it roped off for Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, Monday and Tuesday, the whole, all day, uh, the whole castle was cut, uh, cornered off. So you couldn't get under the castle, you couldn't walk through the castle. You couldn't even walk around the back of it. Um, I think they might have had a bit of storm damage. So, better to be safe than sorry. So they actually kept... A lot of people away from it which made it a bit awkward because if you go to if you 
once you get to Fantasyland, there was only really one route you could take now, and that was going all the way round, past it's a small world, round that way, or the other route was going through Adventureland, all the way past Pirates of the Caribbean, towards, um, yeah, past Pirates of the Caribbean, and then back into Fantasyland from there. Uh, so it was a bit of a palaver with with. The, the main three walkways of going to behind the castle being blocked off, but that's what happens. You have to get on with it. You can't really blame them for trying to protect people if there's damage on the castle. So, yeah, with that, we had some, we did that few bits and bats, and um, then we got a Went to the, is it the bake shop? And there's a bake shop on Main Street. Got ourselves a couple of coffees. And Julie got herself a cookie. Yeah, three three euros 19 for coffees, which it's what you're gonna pay and it's, it's them prices. But yeah, and then we, uh, we've been there for most of the morning. It got to about half past four and we realized with no food in, we we brought some stuff with us, but we needed something proper to eat, and we wanted to pick some stuff up. So we made our way back to our hotel, which I mentioned to you where it was. Um, quickly got changed because it started to rain. Uh, then had a walk down to Val Europe before it shut. Uh, we did, we walked in and I wasn't expecting what Valdi Europe is. Uh, it's a, it's, to me, it's like a traffic centre or something like if you've got anything like that in your area. It's a big shopping centre. Um, it was a bit of a pain to find the supermarket, but when we did find the supermarket, oh my word, it was huge. I'm not, I've seen some supermarkets before that are quite big, but that thing is absolutely monstrous and it took us a good 25 30 minutes just to find one item because it was just absolutely massive but we did get a bottle of wine for two euros and nine cents and i got a couple of cans of this uh, belgian lager for 39 cents each and yeah we've got a few bargains we've bought a few bits in for breakfast and stack stuff so we could take them into the park and make some sandwiches and then we came home, we went back to the apartment and that was it for the last day. That's the last day, first day, real, first full day on the Monday. Uh, yeah, so we had a good night's sleep, we got ourselves up in the morning, used the free bus transportation that I was mentioned earlier on. There's a, a, the buses from that hotel, it's, um, yeah, they do... I park by Adago and it goes to Disney Village. It gives you two sets of times. You've got um, a high season and a low season. We was in the low season. So I'll just give you times of what time they pick you up if you wanted to know if you do stay in there. Uh, in the mornings on the low time of season, which uh, they pick you up at 8 8.36, 9.06, 9.16, 9.26, 9.36, 9.46, 10.06, 10.21. 10.36 and then it's every half hour to half past 11 
then it's every hour up to half. That's it, every hour all the way up to half past nine at night. So you could even go there. That's the, going to the parks, should I say, all the way up to half past nine. And coming back, the come back every, I'd say every, every hour. Every hour until um, quarter to six in the evening, and it's every half hour up to five to twelve. So, yeah, with that being a free transport, we we made the most of that. We got the, I think we got a nine o'clock one. Went over to the studios that morning. Uh, I've got a few things here. I'm going to put these there. I've kept all the receipts, so it can give me a bit of a reminder of what we did. Uh, yeah, so that morning, uh, we went and got some breakfast at the fast food place. Julie got one of the, the, the meals, the breakfast, the sweet breakfast meal, uh, which was nine euros, but we got a discount, so it was te eight euros, ten. We got coffee, orange juice, uh, a pandle chocolat. Uh, so what else? If you go online, you can see what they are. But yeah, we got that breakfast that kept us going for a little bit. Is that the same day? Anyways, yeah, well, we went all over this day. It's, uh, we went everywhere. Uh, uh, yeah, so after we had our breakfast, we went to had a wander towards the ride. We went and Ratatouille, which I, I like that ride. It's quite nice. It's quite good. Uh, then we had a wander into Toy Story Land. Was going to go on the thingy, but it did seem a bit busy. There's about 25 30 minute waits for the little key ride. The what's it called? The spinning cars thing. Uh, Slinky Dog was, was closed, the RC Racer was closed, and oh, the drop tower, uh, the um, parachute drop was closed as well because winds, I think, and the damage. Because on the Tuesday, it was a bit windy as well. It was twice, it was windy all week. But to the back end of the trip, it did start. They did start opening things up. So, uh, but yeah, we had a wander around. Went over towards the Tower of Terror. Didn't get on it, unfortunately. Um, the wait time had shot up to, I think it was 65 minutes. Crush's Coaster was 75 minutes. No, tell a lie. Not a lie. Love it. We uh, got to. Crush's coaster at ten o'clock and it didn't open. Um, they said there was a problem. They couldn't get it running properly. Uh, it'd probably be about eleven, half eleven by the time they got it running. Which, when every time we went back, Crush's coaster was like sixty-five, fifty-five, seventy-minute wait every time, which it always is. So fortunately, we didn't get on Crush's coaster. But we um, saw how busy it was because. Of, if you don't know, uh, a lot of the park is shut. So, because they're doing, um, they're building Marvel Campus. So we uh, went over to the park, uh, over to back to Disneyland Park, and that's when we got up a little bit hungry. So we went to Casey's. First time I've actually eaten at Casey's Corner. Never ate there before. I got the hot dog. With the be uh, vegetarian chili, and Julie got the hot dog with onions and cheese. I think, yep. 
grilled onions and cheese, which I don't understand this. Uh, the price for the the one with chilli is cheaper than the one with onion and cheese. Never got that. Don't understand it. But, well, Disney crazy stuff, in it? Uh, and Julie got a bottle of water and I got a Budweiser. I'm on holiday. I'm going to drink. Why not? So, yeah. Um, first, enjoy. Actually, enjoyed that hot dog. It was quite nice. Really, really, really did enjoy that. It was an unusual. Never. Never had a Casey's corner before. And yeah, I can't say anything really bad about it. The, it was hot. It was nice. The the chili was a little bit spicy. Not too spicy. A bit spicy for some people maybe, but for me, no. It was a lot of kidney beans. I know it's a vegetarian and they do put more beans in it than anything else, but yeah, it was a nice little hot dog. Then we had a wander over into Thunder Mesa. Went on Phantom Manor again. Um, you probably realise by the end of this podcast that I like Phantom Manor. Uh, we went on Big Thunder Mountain. Cause we were getting fast passes for that day. It was really, really, really weird. There was, I think it was a 35 minute wait, it's about, I think it was 11, no it wasn't, it was just before 1 o'clock, and it was a 35, 35 minute wait, and I went, well I looked at the fast pass, and the fast pass said 13.15, so I thought, well why is people waiting 35 minutes, why don't you just get a fast pass, wait another 15 minutes, and then go on the ride, but that's crazy. I don't understand what people were doing, doing going straight queue. But yeah, when I got a fast pass, waited fifteen minutes, um, and then went on. Fa- went use the fast pass queue to get on Big Thunder Mountain, which out of the two fa- big big thunders that I've been on, Paris is my favourite. I just love that the start and the finish where you got to go in the pitch black. I really did enjoy it. So with that, uh, we wandered into another shop. Because we did, the, I'm not going to mention every shop we went in. Because I think we went in every single one, at some point, in the trip. So we went into the shop, and I was looking all the time I was there, because online they were mentioning a pin trading where they were giving out limited edition pins, and I saw a little stitch one in um, Hollywood, is it Hollywood Terror Hotel costume, hanging off like a little thing. It's like. Uh, two, one pin but with two spikes in it so you could have him swinging if you wanted to or you could actually pin him together and uh, I'd seen it online and it said it was for pin trading guests only and I couldn't find it anywhere I couldn't find the pin trading stuff anywhere but uh, I looked online I believe it was I was told it was uh, just one second sorry about that I just had to blow my nose Um yeah, so I was looking for this pin, couldn't find it anywhere, it was told it was sold out, then it went into the Thunder Mesa shop, and it was there, there was two of them, just on the on the pin section, behind the counter. Uh, well, not behind the counter, because I, I went and grabbed one, but it wasn't behind the counter, it was just to the side of the counter. So I managed to find the stitch pin that I was looking for Julie, which I was going to give her, try and get it without her knowing, and give it to her on Valentine's, but she saw me getting it, so... Yeah, the pin was nine ninety nine. Uh, I got a euro off with my annual pass, so 
So I got that for eight ninety nine. And then we went update is on that one. Uh, that's yeah, one second. So that got us over to Thunder Mesa, then we went over to Star Tours, did a fast pass again, straight on. Uh, did Hyperspace Mountain again, fast pass straight on. Uh, the times were the time we were on. I think it was 2.40 for Hyperspace Mountain. And the fast pass said 2.35 to 3.05. And people going standing, going in a queue for 45 minutes. I'm like, I don't understand. My brain doesn't compute. Why would you do this? So I just went, got the fast pass, walked through, straight up the queue. 10 minutes later, fa fa between 5 and 10 minutes later, I'm on the ride. Well, on and off the ride. Yeah, uh, went and had a look under into the... The Nautilus, is it Nautilus? The little submarine thing. The Jules Verne submarine thing. That was open, so we went and did that. And that was what we did that day, because we got to about half past two, three o'clock. Yeah, half past three. And I said to Julie, so well, what would you like to do? What do you want to do now? She says, oh, let's go and get something to eat. I said, Julie, we've just at Casey's Corner. Oh yeah, I forgot, because I don't know if you guys get this, but if you go on to a couple of thrill rides, for some reason I feel hungry after I come off. I don't. I think it's the adrenaline that gets you flowing, it makes you hung, feel hungry. But after a few minutes it passes. So I said to Julie, well, why don't we go, uh, go for a drink? So we did. We went to the sports bar that's at uh, Disney Springs. Disney Springs. I've been saying that all the time, Disney Village. Um, and I had a Cronenberg, Julie had a cider. Uh, after the Cronenberg, I managed to find, couldn't drink any more of that because it was ghastly. For the French beer, that beer is shit. Uh, so uh, we got served by a guy called Dimitri and I, I asked him, I says, have you got anything better than this pile of crap? He said, oh, I've got this German or this Dutch beer, um, I can't pronounce it, so I won't even attempt it. But they had a blonde, and they, they had a blank, a white version. I said, well, which one's which? The one's a wheat beer and one's thing. So I had the normal one at first. I quite enjoyed that. Then I had the, um, no, I didn't. I didn't have the other one. I had that a different, I had that at another place. Uh, but yeah, uh, we had a couple of drinks, had a bit of a relax. Then we started to get hungry again, so we thought, well, let's go to Five Guys. We know what Five Guys is like. We wanted some proper substantial food. So I got a little bacon, a little bacon burger with onions, lettuce, ketchup. Yeah, still, it's, I can still, I can still take, I love Five Guys. Uh, yeah, Julie got um, a little burger as well, and yeah, that was what we had that evening at, at half past five. Uh, after that, we thought we'd had quite a bit of a productive day, so we thought, oh, we'll have an early night. Um, I didn't, 
I would I didn't have an early night. Julie had an early night because um, I had to go into the lobby that afternoon, that evening, because I got my times wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it on the last one, but I am now a co-host of Morlando podcast on the network with uh, good old Craig. So I organised. We organised that. Um, we get a guest on called Callum uh, to come on. And give us his trip report from 2017. I forgot there was. I forgot Paris was an hour in front. Uh, I said let's do it at nine o'clock. Then realizing I'm in Paris and that's ten o'clock at night, over the nine o'clock over here in the UK. So I had to stay up. Julie was tired, so I said I'll do it in the room. Julie was fine with that, but then it start, she started getting a bit tired, and I thought I'll go and do it in the lobby. Got some funny looks from the um, few of the people. Uh, at reception, I just said to him, I says, uh, do you mind? I'm just going to go into the computer room and record a podcast with a few of my friends. He said, oh, are your friends coming in? I says, no, I'm doing it online. I went, okay, okay, we'll leave you alone. So, yeah, uh, I did that on Tuesday and then went back upstairs and went to bed. So, what are we on now? 37. Right, I'll tell you what, guys, I'm going to, I'm going to stop this one here. I'm going to split this into two. I don't want to bore you to death for another half hour or so so what I'll do is I will end this podcast right now and I'd like if you want to contact me um, with any questions or anything you'd like to know you can find me at Twitter at Simon Says Pod you can find me on Facebook at Simon Says Pod now I don't understand why that now is on it but that's what it is uh, you can email me um, at Simon says pod at gmail.com or you can find me on my personal Twitter which is uh, Simon and Julie that's where I'll put a lot of my trip stuff on there if I do I usually put them on there and I keep forgetting to put them onto the other one um, but you can also find me on uh, as a co-host on Morlando I will try and leave all the links in for the show notes um, but with that guys I will say goodbye for now um hope you enjoyed it and i will speak to you very very soon this podcast is part of the after dark podcast network